We've seen seven wins, Steve, and Jeff Halfley flub his way to six wins every year. What does Bill O'Brien have to do to avoid the traps that will get Boston College to that next level? That's what we're going to discuss today. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Boston College Nation. This is A.J. Black, editor and publisher of Eagle Insider and the host of Locked On Boston College. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So, again, we are in the Bill O'Brien era here at Boston College. And getting ready to find out what this new head coach can bring to the Eagles. We're looking at what he is capable of doing and wondering now today, what are some of the traps that he needs to avoid to prevent him from falling into the lulls that we saw under Jeff Halfley and Steve Adazio? Now, those lulls can be L-U-L-Z or lulls as L-U-L-L-S because there's a little bit of both under both regimes, right? So today, I'm going to give you three reasons, three things, three traps Bill O'Brien has to avoid if he wants to take Boston College to that next level. Now, the first thing I want to bring up, and these are things that I think Halfley and Adazio struggled with. The first thing I want to bring up is situational football. Now, BC, when you compare, when you, Bud Elliott of 247 has a great analysis that he brings up that always brings up the blue chip recruits from some schools and how it compares to teams in the playoffs. And and it's, it's a very good correlation between the amount of talent that you bring in versus the amount of wins you're going to bring in. Clearly, Boston College isn't bringing in the talent that you see at Michigan, Ohio State, Clemson, Florida State, you name it, the Blue Bloods, they get it, right? So how can BC avoid that, like, huge gap between the haves and the haves-nots? And that is you've got to play excellent situational football. You can't make mistakes and give freedom to other teams. Now, under Adazio, he had... I felt like Steve Adazio at times had no clue what situational football was. He was conservative to the max. You saw him punting all over the place when he didn't, when he could have gone for it and had a better chance if he used any sort of statistical analysis, but he didn't want to do that. You know, it was always punt, punt, uh, run, run, pass, punt. We remember that. That was only a couple of years ago. And when you look at the overall philosophy of how he played his game, there were st- Obviously, areas he was good at. Offensive line was usually always good. But overall, the offensive scheme was lacking. The defense was inconsistent. It never mastered the small things. And I'm not asking for Boston. When I say this, I don't expect Bill O'Brien to have a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. That's an unrealistic expectation. And honestly, if that's what you're thinking, you're going to be disappointed. What I'm saying is when you're in the thick of things, Does he do things that cost you games? 
does the team do things that cost you games? Now, Jeff Halfley, I thought at times was better than Steve Adazio. You know, I loved his fourth down approach where he was just going for it. You know, the, the computers would always say go for it. And when you had an offensive line playing like they were doing and running backs like Kai Robichaux and Thomas Castellanos back there, you go for it on a fourth and two every time. Steve Dazio never would have done that. O'Brien's got to kind of have that similar philosophy, but there's other pieces too. Jeff Halfley this last season lacked a big win. He had it in his hands and he blew it. And that was against number, what was it, number two at the time, Florida State. Why did they blow that game? Was it because Florida State was playing better than them? They absolutely were not. It was because dumb penalties. What did they have? Like a school program high of 18 penalties. That's the kind of crap that Bill O'Brien needs to cut out. You know, Jeff Halfley had moments like that, like little things that happened every day. My hope is that I thought that Steve Adazio was a better drill sergeant, if you will, than than Jeff Halfley was. He could to command his troops better. He just was a crappy in-game coach. I want Bill O'Brien to bring that that discipline that half uh, that Adazio had with the fearlessness, and I hate using that because I know a lot of folks rag on Halfley for it, but that's what he did. The Halfley had. So he's got to bring that situational stuff in. Like, you got to play to beat these teams. You can't play to – I remember there's a there's a guy that covers BC that always uses a, a quote. You, you know, when you play Clemson, you just, you got to drag them into the fourth quarter. No, no, no. You don't need to drag them into the fourth quarter. you got to beat them. you got to be able to go out there and beat these teams. And – when I look at what BC has done, what they need to do under O'Brien is they got to take it to that next level. They've got to be able, when they have those big moments, to not poop the bed, not to soil themselves. This is the moment where a good head coach can have his team ready to win those big games. And that's a trap because if he doesn't have them ready, They're going to lose to Clemson. They're going to lose to Florida State. They're going to lose to Missouri. They're going to lose to Michigan State. I look at these games and I say to myself, what does BC have to do? And it's always, to me, the way the coaches have them prepared. That's piece one. In a moment, I have two more big traps that Bill O'Brien is going to have to avoid if he wants to be successful at Boston College. All right. FanDuel has got you covered during the NBA season. you got to check them out because right now you're going to get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. America's number one sports book is going to get new customers 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. But on all your favorite NBA players and teams, I'm all in on the Celtics, and I think they're just going to get better. So for me, parlay all day long with whatever Jason Tatum has for his point total. Whatever the over-under is, I'm going over because I'm thinking the Celtics are always going to cover that. So you can make your bets too. Maybe you're not a Celtics fan. Maybe you like the Lakers. Maybe you like the Magic. Who knows who you like. Whatever it is, FanDuel's got you covered with customized bets that are easy to find and pay you off very quickly. 
So just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get your shot with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Locked on Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black, and we're talking about the traps that new head coach Bill O'Brien has to avoid to be successful at Boston College. We talked about having good situational football be a key. Do the small things right. Next is figuring out what this team's identity is going to be in the recruiting and transfer portal. Because right now, you got to have the way that college football is, is is kind of 50-50. You got to be able to bring in your own guys, develop them, coach them up, but also hit the transfer portal hard to deal with those little gaps that you have. College football no longer is waiting for you to develop a complete team. You might have, if you were a fan of Boston College football back in 2007, you were like waiting for certain you know, positions to develop, like whether it was BJ Raji or Mike McLaughlin to finish off that defense or, or, or Matt Ryan to, to hit his peak. College football is on a much more accelerated path right now. You can't just wait every year for your guys to come up and then throw up freshmen and be like, okay, we're going to beat other teams because it's other teams are already fixing their issues from previous years in the transfer portal. Now, Steve Adazio, for his credit, did not have to deal with a ton of that. He did do some moves in the transfer portal to hit guys quickly. Like you got Patrick Tolles and, um, you know, he brought in Zion Johnson. He did get guys here uh, to fit some gaps. Jeff Halfley, on the other hand, was all over the place. He came in here and the quote that he used was, I'm not going to live in the transfer portal which was fine, but then when we saw what happened in 2022 when the offensive line could have used some life from the transfer portal, he learned his lesson quickly and pivoted fast. So I see, you know, what he ha- what this path has to be is kind of what Halfley did last year. You know, Halfley only lost a handful of guys to graduation. So his, his trans, his recruiting class was smaller. I don't expect that to be the case much longer. And I expect, honestly, you know, there's not been a mass exodus for Bill O'Brien yet that you haven't seen a ton of guys leave, but you're going to have some guys that are not going to be happy with what happens here. Like they're not they're They were more signed in for Jeff Halfley than, than, than O'Brien. It's natural. It's going to happen. So I expect that Bill O'Brien will be able to get all get recruits and get transfers next year. But we need Bill O'Brien to figure out what his philosophy is day one. And honestly, he's got to figure out that what fast, hopefully, that what he needs to do is kind of what Halfley did as he exited, which is recruit and hit the transfer portal hard. Because if he goes back, if if my biggest nightmare with O'Brien is that he just goes in with the mind frame that we're going to develop and coach our guys up. Because if that's going to be the case, that's not going to be successful here. We saw it with Halfley. you got to be able to get transfer portal guys in here. So that is point number two. Develop and hit the transfer portal. Don't, don't get yourself stuck on one or the other. And finally, for this team, find yourself an identity. Now, 
Jeff Halfley's team, if I were to ask, if you were to ask me what their identity was for most any year other than maybe last year, I'd have a hard time figuring out. I feel like by the time they hit, and I, I think it was the SMU game in the in the in the bowl, was the first time I was like, "There's their identity. They're going to smash you in the mouth, and they're going to try to on defense play much better football." But defense was all over the place. I didn't see; they didn't strike me as particularly aggressive. They weren't like ball hawks. They weren't, uh, you know, big pass rushers. They didn't have like skilled defensive backs. It was just kind of there. Offensively, it rotated every year, right? First year we had Phil Jakovic. Phil Jakovic was kind of, um, you know, a big time thrower, so they didn't really run the ball all that much. Um, you know, they had some guys that re- really weren't fit for the running system that they had. Then 2022 was running the ball because they couldn't throw the ball, but it just felt like it was always like just putting a band aid on whatever the issue was. My goal and what I hope Bill O'Brien's goal is here is that day one, they have an identity of what they want to do offensively. And on defense, I honestly think that as much as I joked about who Tim Lewis was, and I, I caught some people giving me flack for that. If they want to find an identity on defense from everything I've read, Tim Lewis is the perfect guy to do it. Like BC's defenses have not been, you, no one has anyone feared BC's defense from Northern Illinois to onwards to, to Florida state. No, and they shouldn't because they haven't done anything to earn that fear. I think Tim Lewis is going to install a culture that could bring that. And that's what they need. They need, they need a defense that you're going to go, like remember those times, even under Steve Adazio, where you were going like opposed, like especially 2015, where coaches would be like, crap, we got to play the BC's defense. This is a defense is going to grind us out and make things hard. You got to get your, to yourself to some level of that again. And off offense, like, what do you do? Well, is it going to be the run game again? Because if that's the case, fine. Like Thomas Castellanos can do that. Kai Robichaux and Treshawn Ward can do that. But is that what you want to do? I think that's going to be a key thing is what is our identity? And I think an older coach, old uh, and like Bill O'Brien's been around, Bill Belichick. This is a guy that I feel knows what he can build for an identity here. And it seems like I saw that interview with Annabelle Hasselbeck. Um, he's already instilling that way drilling in the small stuff and doing the things right. That's going to build to a bigger culture and do bigger things better than they did under Jeff Halfley and Steve Adazio. So those are my three traps that Bill O'Brien has to avoid. He's got to be able to do all the small things, right? You can't do make stupid mistakes. He's got to be able to figure out where he stands in recruiting and transfer portal. And he's got to find an identity on offense and on defense. And Hey, he wants to find an identity on special teams too, whether it's just doing things well or kind of doing screwy things to get things, you know, get teams off their off balance. Fine with me too. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to go open up my mailbag. I got a, I got a chalk, I'm chock full of questions here from Boston College fans that I can't wait to answer that you, the listeners, have brought up. I'm going to get into all of that in just a moment. Now, if you are in the process of making a hire, there's no better place to go to than LinkedIn. LinkedIn is 
you've got to give you quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn does it all while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many small, that quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. And we're talking about, we are finishing up our mailbag. Uh, actually, starting up our mailbag, we're finishing up on those things that BC has to avoid to prevent issues under Bill O'Brien. And before I get into our mailbag, one last thing I want to bring up is what a great time is it to be a Boston College fan? You've got two teams, two major teams, number one in the country, women's lacrosse and men's hockey. Men's hockey is unanimously number one by USCO, um, their voting system, and women's lacrosse, who continue to just they're a, they're a wagon right now. So congratulations to both of those teams. I wanted to shout them out. Also, on tomorrow's show, before I, we get into our final segment, we'll talk about the uh, the Florida State game that's going to happen on Tuesday night. I'm recording this before the game actually happens. So let's open up our mailbag. I asked on Twitter at LockedOnBC and at AJBlack247, and there were some great questions that I want to get into. Boston College football fans. What are the chances that Bill O'Brien pulls a high-profile transfer quarterback in this shortened offseason, potentially creating a quarterback controversy competition before the season starts against Florida State? Uh, great question. For this season, I would I would put the odds at very low. I, I don't see Bill O'Brien being able to bring in another transfer because, remember, they just brought in Grayson James from uh, FIU to be the backup. So they have two quarterbacks basically in. I don't, and I, I've seen people joking like with like Arch Manning, that's not going to happen. But this year itself, I don't see it happening. Now, next year for the 2025 season, I think it, it'd be much more realistic that it could happen. Um, I don't know. You know, obviously there's a whole season and 365 days to find out what Thomas Castellanos does, but there's a chance that maybe next year he's not with this team. Maybe there's a chance that Bill O'Brien doesn't click with him. We don't know what could happen with Castellanos. So there's a chance that next year you could need a transfer quarterback. And at that point, I think Bill O'Brien could bring a big name in. Right now, no good transfer quarterback is going to come in with Thomas Castellanos installed already. And he's in a different spot than Emmett Moorhead was the year before Emmett Moorhead played four games. And we were like, Ooh, that's pretty cool. He's going to be the star next year. Thomas Castellanos broke the the team's rushing record. He had ran for over 1200 yards. He won games for this team. He's not going anywhere. He played a whole season. He's not, I, I'm telling you, he's as much as I thought Emmett Moorhead was going to be the starter last year. And I was wrong. I can tell you marring some sort of catastrophe between the relationship with O'Brien and Castellanos. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be a starter. So this year, I think it's going to be no chance next year. I think it's a pretty good chance, but thank you football fans. Uh, Then we have record prediction for the men's basketball team. Now men's basketball is playing Florida state. And I love the look 
of what they have remaining on their schedule. They've only got a handful of games left. They've got uh, one, two, three, six games left. Florida State, NC State, Virginia, Pitt, Miami, Louisville. Pitt, you get at home. Virginia, you get at home. Now, these next two games are huge because you're playing a Florida State team and an NC State team you should have beat the first time. Florida State and NC State are both beatable. And if you've got Mason Matson playing the way he's playing right now, you can beat both of these teams. So I look at Florida State. I'm, I think they're going to win. I, I think they'll beat NC State. I'm not on board of them beating Virginia because they're going to, you know, nails and chalkboard defense them to death. Beat Pitt, uh, probably lose to Miami at Mi- Miami and, and win against Louisville. So four more wins. That's what I'm going to give them. So 19 and 12 is what I got them at. Not bad, but just one short of that 20 win game season. And I think that's what exactly kind of what we've been thinking about all year, right? Like you wanted 20 wins and you're looking back at that, like the Loyola game, the, the Florida State game. There's been so many games where it was just like, you just missed that one big game point to get over that hump i feel like there's going to be short of it this year so thank you for that question i think it was bruce m that asked asked that on twitter and then benjamin broadmeadow asked where can i get a sweet hat like bill o'brien was rocking during the miami basketball game it's a serious question though what are your thoughts about the spring game being a sign post of bill a side post of bill o'brien's approach with the staff now only coming together is this enough time to get a feel for this team now it's funny i go back to I'm really interested to see what O'Brien's perspective is on the spring game. Because if you remember Jeff Halfley, even up to last year when they had a new offensive coordinator, what was his, what was his thought going into the spring game? I don't want to put anything on tape. I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do anything exotic because if people see it, they're going to know what we're going to do. Blah, 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 blah. So he kept everything blue, bland and vanilla. Will, will O'Brien do that same type of thing? I kind of think he will. I think O'Brien, I think as as silly as Halfley sounded a little bit with that, I think he had a point. Like, these games are now on the ACC network. No one knows what Will Long's offense is going to look like with Bill O'Brien behind him. No one knows what Thomas Castellanos is going to do as the new, uh, you know, with a new offensive coordinator behind him. So I do think that the spring game is going to be pretty boring. I think there's no reason not to do, like, Obviously, Castellanos is like bread and butter is running the ball. You're not going to see him running at all. So it's going to be bland. I Until BC steps on the field of Florida State, I don't think we're going to get a real good feel of what Bill O'Brien's offense is going to look like until that point. So great question. But I I, I always I take a grain of salt with these spring games because it's just a pl- chance for them to practice in front of their fans again. And you really don't get anything from it. So I think that was our last question. And uh We'll, we'll head out from there. On tomorrow's show, again, I'll get over that Florida State game. We'll talk all about that. Anything new coming up with the football team, we'll talk about that as well. Thank you all for listening. This is AJ Black. Follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247 or on Eagle Insider. If you've not already signed up, you, there's free accounts. There's pay accounts. You can choose what you want. I'd love to see you be a, a VIP member. Head on over there right now. We've got a ton of stuff with baseball, football, football, basketball, hockey. Anything you want, we've got it. We've got expert analysis that goes beyond the box scores. If you want to know more than what just happened in the game and hear what went well, what players stood out, everything in between, I've got a group of analysts that you're not going to find anywhere else, no matter what anyone else says. 
We have the best here at Eagle Insider. Thank you all so much for listening. This is AJ Black, and we'll see you all again tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Boston College, your team every day.